Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Six Nations Bi-Week weekly podcast, Flats and Shanks. Uh, I'm Jimmy Sunville. He's Ross Kemp. Very heavy breathing. How are you? I'm right, fellas. You are worried about. Before we start off this pod, I've got to mention Chris Jones, rugby correspondent for the BBC. Just got. What's he done? Well, he got a bit arsy with me because I didn't mention him. last week when I was right, doing yeah. commentary with Matt Dawson and he took a Welsh cake. Chris Jones didn't accept a Welsh cake and he messaged me and it just got a bit awkward, mate. So I thought I'd just get it over and done with straight away and that's all I basically have to do is just give him a, a name check. And If you don't stand up to psychopaths, mate, you embolden them, you empower them more. Mm, like school bullies. Just to worry about Jonesy. Yeah. Um I mean, like he's not content, like running the in-house BBC podcast with like automatic z- ten zillion listeners, viewers, listeners, whatever. He's not content with that. He has to muscle nope. in on ours. Yep, looking for free advertisement and PR. A um, and if you're watching this, if you're watching this or listening to this, yeah. sorry, with a pair of old ripped jeans on, a pair of New Balance trainers, and a Franklin and Marshall sweater. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a, he'll be about three weeks behind on his haircuts, and he's probably just pulled out his iPhone one, and he's probably just going to message straight away now saying, "You bastards, and you you buggers, and you know he's about a good three weeks behind on his haircuts." Um, he looks like scruffy geography teacher dad, and you know, again, much as we love him, he is five meals in front, ten poos behind. Always has been. <laughs> Someone said that to you, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, anyway. Woody, Martin Wood, the old school used to walk behind me and say, you a bit backed up there, lad. Backed <laughs> up, you couple of shites behind. <laughs> well, I am because I had a a big rolled sirloin yesterday and I got I get loads right. of, of abuse 
well, I say loads. I've, I have four or five people say, you've cooked that, you overcooked that. I don't oh, know why they're northern. But I just if, fancy them putting that voice. If it wasn't cooked how you wanted it, you wouldn't post it. No, and I like it medium. I know you do, you're a bit odd. Yeah, it's just how I like it, mate. I like what I like. Yeah. Just like you pretend to like oysters. And you hate them. And whiskey. Yeah. You're still doing whiskey. I hate them. You're, hate still, you're still doing whiskey. Oh, do you know? You haven't. Um, once, once Doyler no. and Bafes started drinking it, you joined in and you told us about it. And now you've stopped. Doyler and Bafes, they don't <laughs> drink it. I um I did have a whiskey last week and it was lovely. And even, you know Tomo, our mate Tomo. Yeah, yeah. He's like, can I try a bit? And I said, yeah, just try it. You might not. I didn't like it till I tried this. And he was like, oh, wow, that is actually not horrible. That's really nice. It's basically... As far as I can work out, you either like peaty whiskey or you don't, and I don't. And then it's how much you're willing to spend. We went to a whiskey tasting event somewhere before. It was at a golf club. And Jamie Robinson, not Roberts, Robinson was with us. The real one. Yes. And me and Bubs were, we all had to drink the whiskey, rub it in a hand, smell it. Couldn't smell anything apart from like pure alcohol. And we were sipping it. And I was like, oh, not keen on that. And Bubs was like, yeah, no, I don't like that either. And Jamie was like, oh, I, I like it. I like it. I said, oh, well, do you want mine then? And, Pete said, and Bubs said, yeah, you can have mine as well. And he went, ah, no, I'm all right, lads. <laughs> I was like, are you lying to us? If you yeah. like it that much, have it. It's quite a little bit. Have it. If you if you really like it, like you said. He's like, no, I'm all right. I'm, 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 I've had enough whiskey now. I just Should we just get... Some vodka lemonades? Yeah, go on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Three double vodka lemonades, please. The reality is, like, I like some people, on American TV, everyone just drinks whiskey all day and all night. It's like... Mm. Looks cool. Uh, it looks cool, but that's the end. But that's a bit... Actually, I can do, like, a whiskey after a couple of glasses of wine or a couple of beers every now and again. I, don't, I just don't fancy it all the time. But, like, now, it is 2.39 p.m., and if you offered me a nice one now and I had nowhere to be or drive later, I could enjoy it now. Whereas I wouldn't have... Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, I would. I it would. looked yeah. lovely on the last dance when Michael Jordan was sat in his chair and he had yeah. one on the side. I just thought, oh, I want to enjoy it like that, but I can't because if someone gives me a whiskey, if I sip it, it's just going to be painful for the next five, ten minutes. So down the hatch it goes and... Yeah. Let's be like that for a bit. But if you've... Thing is, when you we're out, you're out with the lads, and you're absolute absolute pints with the rugby lads. You're kind of right whiskeys. It's like you're not gonna, you're not there to enjoy it. You're not relaxed. You're also you're not drinking good stuff. Like I don't know, I know almost nothing about whiskey, but I do know that a two hundred and fifty quid bottle that I've got next door. I'll tell you how I got it. I'll tell you how I got it. Um, I didn't buy it, and I wasn't, and it wasn't a freebie. Well, it was, but my mate of mine was doing a whiskey tasting in Bath, and he came round here for a coffee on his way home he does mm. whiskey stuff and he's like i got some leftovers so i literally got half a bottle of leftovers from this thing and he was like that is really really nice and i googled it and it was like 200 and, i don't know 230 Ooh. quid or 150 quid or something and i was like I, I i wonder if knowing it's really high quality makes me like it more or if i like it more oh, no, definitely, it's for high you. Quality. definitely for you no price does does affect your taste but I, I, I personally wouldn't pay that for anything any bottle of alcohol i just wouldn't i'm not that into it but um what's wrong with jägermeister or a bottle of port oh, I'm, mind you you can get different bottles of port it's like wine isn't it it's, it's, um jägermeister yeah. is just one cost really unless i had a love i had a lovely i had a lovely glass of port um 
I don't know what it was. What was it? Did an event with some mates actually, but Medsendorf and mm. uh, were there and um, I like the booze. And it was really nice. And he said, interestingly, my mate Justin said that people tend to serve port in really small. Is that glasses, the man? Is actually, that the man with a? He's got a really small penis. Justin. Yeah. Go on. Just in. Oh, he. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's um, right. he's an airline pilot. Just in case, I travel. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get. It. Couldn't make it work. Sharp top. Anyway, so he's um, he. Uh, that's good. That I like that. He um, he's slightly bigger helping of port, but mm. in a red wine glass, so it can actually breathe mm. and you can smell it and stuff. And he was like, you, when you serve port, put it in a wine glass, and it did taste really nice. I use port for a jus, a red wine. Not. A, why is it a red wine? It's just a jus. It's, it's got port in it. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and I use red wine as well, but it's delicious. Yep, loves it. Love it with cheese. I always remember when I was young, probably about 14, 15, and I was on the way to an international. I think it was Twickenham on the train. I just saw a group of lads, probably about our age now, wax jackets. Yeah. Um, RM Williams shoes on. No, they won't have had RMs when you were a kid. They'd have had Timberlands or cat boots. Don't okay. try and bring me in with my RMs. My <laughs> RMs are amazing. Okay. okay. All right. Um, and they were just, there's about four of them and they had a massive bottle of port and they were just passing it around. I just thought, ah, I want to be like you one day, drink port. <laughs> and now I can if I want to, which I might do next week because I'm seeing you for your sins up in Ooh. Cheltenham next Ooh. Wednesday. Yeah. Can't wait. We've got a bus leaving. Roger Harry, Circle IT founder, it's his email signature, has <laughs> has, has booked a bus. Uh, I hope I'm hoping he's booked it for half eight, but it might be nine o'clock. I just o'clock. cannot imagine Rog having set up a company from nothing and sold it for ex- excruciatingly industrial amounts of money, like which he has. It's not that much. When you meet him, of course it is. <laughs> When you meet him, I just, I love the fact that he's done it, but I can't believe it because he's like a little drunk imp. He's a pissed up imp. It's like that guy is still 12. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping he's booked it for half eight, not nine, because we want to get there when it opens. Yeah. And I might bring a bottle of port. We'll have some, we'll have some fruity ciders because it's only half eight in the morning. You don't want anything too, you want, you want something quite fresh and fruity. It's important you get your five a day in. So we'll do that. And then we'll, we'll probably have some of the the gin and tonic cans on the way home. You know the ones I want about. I don't want to get, I don't want to drink on the way. I'm just going to have a nice drink when I get there at half 11 in the morning. God. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping. I haven't had that for a while. I'm hoping someone comes in and puts a bag on your head and takes you out the door. Weirdly, I was just texting our mate uh, Justice and, Everything I put on Instagram, he used to put God underneath it. <laughs> Boring God. And I called him a bully and he reversed it and started Mate, a bully underneath event, all my posts. The event closes at six o'clock. You've got to work your way back. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in, we're in Blooming Chelts, aren't we? We'll be all right. No, I'll probably go to like some sort of library after, won't you? Reading club, book club. No, I'll be, no I, my point is I'll go, I'm going out afterwards. I just don't want to start going out at eight in the morning. <laughs> like, Half eight. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have a twenty-hour session. I wouldn't mind just having. You've got to do it now and again, Dave. I mean, this is just I know. stag do. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, 
Well, that reminds um, me, I've got to buy some... Um, we've got some special presents. guests coming, haven't we, who... The problem is with famous people, um, they basically say, I can't come, but I'll let you know if I can. Mm. But now it looks like the lads I've invited and the lad you invited can't come. So yeah. our, our, our super right. famous mates are not going to be there to be ripped mercilessly by... Steve Mark Spears is... Well, he's not letting me down, really, but his appointment to see a surgeon has been put back, and he's, it's next Wednesday now instead of this Wednesday. He says he needs some metal work to come out of his leg, but what I really think is there's an organ of his body that needs extended, and I think that might be it. Not it's hot. <laughs> his ass. His teeth. His teeth. <laughs> <laughs> ball bag <laughs> oh god oh god it's gone there is it stop it Draw, bring it back right who's let Christ. you down who's let you down oh, you don't have to say because you've got more famous mates than me anyway no I haven't he's the, he's the most famous of all Steve Spears mm. he's been he, mate, he was on Paris the Caribbean Star Wars Afterlife mate Afterlife yeah extras the second most downloaded pre- program has been on Netflix wrote the Twitters starred in the Twitters the truck <laughs> the Tuckers got there in the end Tuckers yeah. He isn't Clarkson's Farm now the most downloaded thing on watch thing on Netflix. Oh, I loved it. I loved oh, it's not it. Netflix, is it? It's Amazon Prime. Prime. I made it up. Amazon Prime made it up. Prime Video. Hey Dave, while we're, while we're on the subject, I finished the gold. Yep, Tommy, I'm so glad because I finished it about an hour and a half ago, mm. and let's talk. Really enjoyed it. I know you'll find yeah. faults with it. Someone had a. <laughs> <laughs> there was a cup and there wasn't steam coming out of it although they just made a coffee something like that hey, on that I know you're I know you haven't started yet let alone finished but we were filming the highlights topsy and I were filming at sale AJ Bell yesterday mm. and Ruth our producer who's a legend and ruthless she was like right I'm going to get you coffee so you can have a coffee and so you can just it doesn't matter you can have a coffee while you're filming that's fine it's pretty relaxed we both wanted a coffee and one of the cameramen or the crew or something said, just get a couple of cups. And she said, no, no, flats won't do it with an empty cup. It has to have something in it because mm-hmm. he always spots empty cups on TV. I said, correct. Yep. yep. Not having it. Did you spot any? Yeah. The, uh, no. I really know you had an issue it. with Cooper because he was a bit too posh for you. But then you heard the backstory and I hope... No, you... not Cooper. No, oh. not Cooper. Kenneth Noy. The main actor. Like I thought, I think he's brilliant. I love him. But it's almost like if you want a proper... Because Kenneth Noy is a bad, bad man. Like, you know, he went back to prison for life for murdering someone in a road rage. And he's a bad, bad guy. And it's like he's got a bad history, at least. And it's like, if you want to get a gangster, why don't you get... A, if you want to play a gangster, why don't you get someone a bit more uh, thuggish? Okay. Instead of someone who definitely went to private school. Okay. I'm with you now. But I, lo- but I do love the actor. I think he's brilliant. I thought it was a really good show. Anyway, what do you think? Uh, really enjoyed it. I actually completely forgot um, about about the whole bank robbery I'd, I'd heard of it but yeah um, I thought it was amazing really good um, liked all the characters in it crazy how they I know I won't spoil it for for everyone watching it but it was good I who, who was your favorite in there oh uh, mr. I'm rubbish your names mr. Parry the police are outside. That weird, the weird skinny guy who, yes, Mr. Cooper. Oh, yes. Mr. Parry. Yes. Mr. Parry. He was in yes. um, another film. He was 
a drug-addled, crazy guy from a cannabis farm in not was it layer cake? Oh, it could have been. Layer yeah, cake he was scary though. He was very two smoke. Whoa, one of those films, but he or was it um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Something like that. In one of those films, he was in it, and he was amazing. He was good, eh? I loved Hugh Bonneville in it. Oh yeah, Brian Boyce. Immense. Yeah, immense. Yeah, uh, but excellent. Excellent two piece work as well. As well. Great. Mm. I, thought, I thought the two detectives were great. That's the on BBC. That's on the iPlayer. If anyone wants to download it but it's it's really worth enjoyed watching. that six episodes and you learn something as well you learn about history at the same time i listened to on my travels listened to the gangster podcast on bbc sounds mm. about john palmer and about brinksmat and i don't know if i said this on a pod i didn't want to i'm not it's not really a spoiler but there's a there's a famous thing that john palmer did when he was on the run or he was on holiday in tenerife and he uh, was doorstepped at his resort, at the hotel, whatever, by Kate Aidy, the BBC, famous BBC reporter. And he's like, I'll do an interview. I've got nothing to hide. And he was very relaxed and charismatic, apparently. And everyone at the resort loved him, even though he was linked to all this stuff. And he did something really clever during the interview. He said, I'm just a bloke. I'm just a gold dealer. I'm just a jeweler, whatever. And I'm being linked with all this Matt Brink stuff. Mm. And he like deliberately called it instead of that Brinks Matt. He called it Matt Brinks as if just in passing and no one seemed to notice. But it was a subtle, I don't know anything about it type thing. It was quite clever. Mm. And when they did that bit in the series, he didn't do that. And I was like, I was waiting during that. I was waiting during that interview on the TV series for him to say the Matt Brinks things. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Because they revealed that on the podcast. And then when he's in court giving testimony, that's when he does it on the TV show. So that's a subtle little change. But he does it, and you see Brian Boyce like, roll his eyes like he's mm. deliberately got the name of it wrong. You know, I, we're going to have to talk about it, so we might have to spoil it for a couple of others now. Just put your hands over your ears now or forward it on. We'll minute. just do it in code. Let's do it in code. You know, right at the end, when they said that the gold was split right at the start? Yep. And you saw two vans, didn't you? Was there two vans? I'm not sure there were because, two fans. Well, it did look like, you know, the um, who who's one of the Freemasons, the detective D.I. Carter. Yeah. It really looked like him. It really looked like his eyes under a balaclava. No, it was the guy on the lounger at the end. Oh, we're not, okay. By the way, we're not spoiling this, actually, because you won't know anything about it, because that guy is nothing to do with the series, really. Yeah. So this is not actually ruining it. It's that guy. Uh, I and thought it was like, him. I thought they, I thought he might have been involved because, you know, there was, a, there was yeah. a, a few dodgy coppers, put it that way. You bent, bent coppers. But mm. I, go- I went on a Google uh, search about it, and um, basically, they just don't know what happened to a lot of it. Mm. That's it. So yep. that's that's it. We um, really enjoyed that. Thought it was really really good. Um, Guessing a load of your jewellery from your teenage years in Kent. Yeah. Got a bit of yeah. bricks mat in it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, and I've just now, bear in mind, Mondays, this is Monday where we are, folks. Um, Mondays are my day off in theory. Yeah. And Freya said to me, right, when you've got loads of house admin, should we go for a coffee and take our laptops and do take my laptop and do loads of admin? I just said, no. No, I don't want to do that. When else are we going to do it? It's one of the other days of the week. I was working Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mate. I can't. 
you know, I need a day where I chill out. And she's like, of course you do, of course you do. And I'm sitting down chilling, watching TV, and she's working. And there's constant little digs, mate. Constant little digs. The problem is... Honeymoon period's she, over. That's the problem. She did, she did bring me two ham and avocado wraps for my lunch. And she did bring me a little... Chi- she feeds me up a lot. Mm. She's oh, I've put, got these lovely little pies in the oven. So, oh, go on then. So chicken pie as well. That's just for me lunch, mate. Mate, you, you don't have to tell me. I've read Hansel and Gretel. I read it to my kids all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly it. So it's like, I can't... I just can't stay mad at her, Tom. Mm. But it's like, you know, this is my day off in theory. So could everyone except you please leave me alone? That's kind of how I view it. But I've been doing blooming life insurance because I look at myself in the mirror and think... Mm. You need to make sure you're on top of your life insurance, fellow, because your your heart's doing an overdrive. You walk up the stairs and you take your pulse and you think, oh, something's not right. Mate, hey, I tell you what, I went to the gym this morning and I spent the weekend, like I saw a, a mate of mine who's got this gym, Ollie, at um, SoFit in Bath. And um, I'm wearing their hoodie now and it's a bit too small now. But um, he basically was like, you need to do a bit more cardio, mate. So he's saying I'm fat and he's like, no, you need to do cardio as well as weight. So this morning I went in there and he goes, right, we're doing just 50 calories on three machines. That's all you've got to do. Yep. And you can plod away, just do them. So I'm doing that and he's like, God, my heart rate's quite high. I've been doing a bit too much weights lately. So he looked at his heart rate and it's, you know, I don't know, 120 and mine isn't 120, mate. Mine's Mine skips on a little bit. So it's like, anyway, life insurance admin, Mm-hmm. pension admin don't even know anything about my pension um, it's like meant to be a day off is what I'm saying fellow and I'm bloody flat out what have you got on tomorrow oh technically that's my Sunday today's my Saturday tomorrow's my Sunday do it tomorrow do it exactly. tomorrow got, I got uh, we, I've, I've bought something amazing but so I think I might mention what I've bought and then we can talk about The Last of Us because I've just watched that as well again okay. it's my day off uh, hold on can you give me a rating out of ten for the Last of Us? Because I was disappointed with the last episode. Well, I've just I've just watched yesterday's one or downloaded during the night. So you're talking about episode seven, aren't you, where the two girls are in the mall? No, not that one. The one after the one you've just watched. Okay. Well, last week's I didn't watch until after we'd done the pod. Yeah. And it is the first episode I have actively fast forwarded loads of it. I was yep. like, this really, really isn't great telly. Yep. That's what I thought. And what about last night's? Um, much better because there was some action. Um, mm. I wouldn't say it gripped me hard, but it was significant, <laughs> significantly better than last week's because okay. there was some action. You'd make. I'm not like you. I've got emotions, but I'm. I like the human bits of stories, but I haven't started watching The Last of Us for. I, I want action in each episode. I want horrible stuff to happen in each episode, and yeah. this time you got a 15 year old girl hacking a vicar to death with a meat cleaver. So, I mean, you know, if you want action, you got it. Yeah. Um, while I've just thought about it now, I have to I have to say sorry to Tom Partridge. Um, we gave him a bit of abuse last week. He came up to me and said hello. He replies oh, he? to a lot of our messages. <laughs> um, his mates are calling him the gripper. Because I said he's a bit grippy. Yeah. Um, and also Jonathan Hobbs, who's messaged me as well on Twitter because... He was the um, he was the guy in a wheelchair that knocked the power socket. Um, oh, out. brilliant! Yeah, he said sorry about that, Tom Shanklin. I bet your sound guy didn't know which one of us was the disabled one. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I thought, oh God, I'm not going anywhere near that. Um, but yeah, oh, very good. 
Yeah. So very, very a couple good. of apologies to make. So yeah. Well done. I I feel like um, <clears throat> a little while ago on um, this pod, I apparently I I had a pod where I was just like a couple of people after after a couple of people said to me, oh, "I'm scared to come up to you now after you, what you said on the pod." I was like, yeah. "What did I say? Oh, you hate people coming up to you." Yeah. I didn't say that. Mm. I was like, you turned it into that, obviously. No, no, but it's it's the real you coming out, mate. You can it's act not, Mr. A, friendly it's all not. you like. I know. I, it. Had a love, I went I've to it for years, mate. Any family do. <laughs> <laughs> I co-hosted Ed Slater's dinner um, um, in Cheltenham with Jim Hamilton on Saturday night, and mm. it was brilliant. It was really, really good. Um, absolutely great night. A really good time. Jim had a couple of cans before we started, but that didn't impair his impair his work. He was great. So. Uh, Ellis Genge was on stage and the Young's Brothers and Billy Twelve Trees. It was brilliant, mate. It was really, really good. Johnny Gould smashed the auction. Amazing, oh, right? It was a, it was genuinely like... Oh, it was a brilliant event. I loved it. And um, afterwards, you sort of get it done. And there's so many people in the room that... I mean, I realise people keep texting me that I've known for years who are in the room that you don't get to see. But <clears throat> Trev Woodman was there and Phil Vickery and Tins and Zara and James Forrester and Sins and oh, Daniel brilliant. and Alex Brown and like wicked people everywhere. And really, it was really good crack. And anyway, loads of chats afterwards. Nick Wood was there, old Gloucester prop uh, referee, great bloke. So we, you know, we're having a really good time. And I didn't have any beers because I had an early start the next morning to go to sale. So that's fine. Don't need beer to have a good time. Not like you. So... But then one bloke comes up to me. <clears throat> I was talking to uh, Lance Bradley, who's the CEO of Gloucester, who's a good bloke who I knew before he did that job. And we're having a chat. And this bloke comes over and says hello. And he comes quite close to my ear because it's quite loud, this music. And he he shouts in my ear so loud that I physically jumped. And I, Nick Wood, who's with me, jumped as well. He shrieked in my ear, flat, flat. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I jumped back and I was like, whoa, obviously a mistake. So he stayed about six inches from my face and he spat into my mouth. Lovely. Like he had a big bit of flob. It wasn't even little. Spat into my mouth. And this woman who was standing next to him did like a vomit, like a like that. And I was like, oh my God, mate, mate. And I grabbed some water off a table and next someone like mind swept someone's water off a table. He was undeterred, blue lips, blue teeth and was shouting at me. And he came and I said, mate, I said, just, Hang on, just stay, stay. I put my hand on his chest like we're joking around, both hands on his shoulders. I said, you stay there, fella. I'll stay here. I can hear you. He came in closer and shouted at me so loud. I said, I'm really sorry, mate. That is, he properly like, Scared I was like, this you. is dangerous for my ears. Scared I was like, you. this, you know, I thought he's angry about something. I said, are you all right? And he was, he was loving life. He shrieked in my ear mm. and I said, I'm really sorry, mate. That is too loud. You're actually speaking too loud to me. And everyone was like, you sound like Alan Partridge around. right now. I know. And then he turned around and he goes, oh, sorry that. And he flobbed in my face again. So I sort of got him, I got my arm around him and I said, you are a lovely man. You have shrieked in my ear twice. You've spat in my mouth and in my eye. So I'm going to stay this close to you so you can't spit on me. I want you to whisper what you want to say in my ear. Just whisper it because I can hear you. And he said, David, 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 in my ear. And I said, that's it, mate. We've got to stop this chat. This is brutal. You're killing me. And I think his wife came over and she's like, is he shouting at you? I said, yes, he is shrieking. He's got a problem. He's got a problem. And I said, he's also spitting on me a lot. She goes, yeah, you get used to that. You get used to that. It's like a weather <laughs> forecast. And anyway, he was, he was having a great time. I couldn't hear what he was saying. Shrieked in my face and spat in my mouth. And I thought, 
That's the game, mate. That's why you do dinners. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell all the tables that are coming to Cheltenham next week. The LT scaffold, UAS of battery, circle IT. And I tell them, if you have a chat with Flats, just get up really close to him. Right. Invaders personal space. I don't mind space. the close thing. I don't mind the close and thing. A of, and a bit of spit. You come close so that you don't have to shout. You don't come close and shout. It was like a practical joke. I was almost looking around like, am I on camera here? This is mental. Mm. Um, otherwise, great dinner. And Ed himself, Ed Slater was on brilliant form, mate. How very, was he, mate? Funny. Uh, he's, it's horrific, mate. I mm. mean, there's no, there is no better word to describe it than horrific. It is mm. absolutely, unarguably horrific. And it's definitely affecting him already. And, you know, it's... This is a man who not very long ago was playing elite rugby, right? Mm. This is the biggest, strongest guy big, knocking around. Big and, bloke, great shape in his yeah, prime. Yeah, and, you know, it's... We didn't know if he wanted to speak. So he might, he might not. He might, Jim might have a chat with him, but he might not fancy it. He was amazing off the cuff. He was amazing, like genuinely funny, <laughs> hammering the boys. Um, but he did a couple of questions and after that he said to Jim you're going to have to use your mic because the microphone is too heavy it's like over, he said it's like holding a 50 kilo dumbbell picking up a mic and it is you know they played a video of a chat Jill Douglas went to see him and his wife Joe at home and you know what it's like mate when you're when you're hosting an event with four or five hundred people and that's playing it sounds bad but you can't watch it properly you can't because as soon as it ends and everyone colla everyone collapses and everyone's in tears, you've got to go on stage and speak and bring everyone back into the room. And you cannot be crying, mate. You just can't. So What do you say? It's just, it's, yeah, particularly, it's not hard for me, mate. I'm saying it's hard for them. But it, it's, yeah, it, you had to get the tone right on a night like that. But he was amazing. Um, what I would say is that, we raised a huge amount of money on the night and the silent auction is still going. It's online. It's on the Gloucester website. It's on the Gloucester Instagram link. Just go and have a bid. Just bid on something. Bid on mm. something that's had no bids or whatever because the money's still going up and his wife and kids are going to need it, mate. Oh, because great. this is a battle that slates won't win. You know, it's mm. horrific. Well, well done, mate, on the weekend. Absolutely Well horrific. done, Johnny um, Gould as well, for raising all that money. Yeah, Johnny was amazing. Um, now, bring it back. From that, bring yep. it back. My latest purchase. Mm -hmm. It is an ash vacuum. I said you were flash. It's cheap, mate. It's All not right. expensive. It's an ash vacuum. If you go to your barbecue, Tom, or your log burner at home, your, or your fire, open, open fire, whatever it is, and you get your, your Dyson or your Miele or your Vax, whatever you've got back there, or your Henry... It will your ash will destroy the filter in ten seconds flat. Mm. Get yourself an ash vacuum. Immaculate, easily to easily disposed of. No more mess, Tommy. Are you reading this? No, I'm just making it up. Oh. <laughs> Mike <laughs> strap line. <laughs> it arrived. It arrived about five minutes before um, ten minutes before we started this pod, and I've actually had it out and used it and done the fireplace already. Oh, okay, so. Yeah, mate. I get you. I was thinking barbecues. That's, but I will also use it for that. I'm take it outside the fireplace. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have to get your chimneys swept? I did. We bought the house. I think they'd never been swept. Oh. Um, I got a picture of it somewhere. It was too boring. But 
the bloke who did it said... The bloke? No, we send boys up there, don't they? Yeah, I know. The bloke who did it said he had never emptied as much from one chimney. <laughs> and he said, I reckon this has never been done. Anyway, bloke at the gym uses him too because he's a mate of Ollie's from the gym. And he said, he did mine? He goes, yeah, he did. He, did. he was good, actually. He was only there a couple of hours. He said, he'd never seen as much come out of one chimney. <laughs> I said, all right, yeah. Standard. He said that to me. He said that yeah. to me. Yeah, you've, yeah. Been, you've been the best guest we've ever had. One of them. Yeah. He says that to all the girls. Uh, Ash, Ash Vacuum, Tommy, it's already improved my life. I got okay. my clubs re-gripped last year in the pro oh, shop yeah. in Glamorganshire, and they gave me clean as well. And the bloke who did it said, those are probably the dirtiest clubs I've ever seen. And I'm just wondering. I thought, oh, I sort of took it as a compliment. You know, if they can't be the cleanest, be the dirtiest. And yep. I sort of thinking, now maybe he just says that to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like when you get to a taxi. Yeah. Busy tonight. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I did hear, I got my, very unusually, I got my car cleaned this morning, which I don't do very often because I've got 27 kids and a dog just ruin it straight away. So I had it cleaned because um opened a, well, actually my mate Ollie opened a fizzy drink in it yesterday and it basically pissed all over the car. And Is Ollie your best mate now? You just talk about him a lot. No, we're not actually mates. Okay. It's difficult. He works for me. Okay. <laughs> He works for me because he's he's got a gym in Bath, but he's also offers a driving service. Genuine now, okay. So if I'm like going to a game at BT or whatever, and like I don't I don't I don't use drivers that much. I like driving, but yeah, if it's like right, I'm getting home at speak freely then, can't you? Yeah, but if it's like I'm leaving London at one in the morning, like I did on Wednesday, leaving London at one. Yeah. Um, did a Matt Hampson dinner. It was brilliant. It's brilliant. Everyone was there. It was amazing. Um, he's a legend. Raised loads of money. It's amazing. But I'm leaving half 12, one o'clock, whatever it is, leaving London. And they say, drive yourself or we'll just get you a taxi. I say, well, what would you pay for your taxi? We'd pay that. And I said, we'll knock a bit off. And 
Yeah. You know, my here's my mate Ollie's number, so you can either use your guy or use Ollie. So you do and get a driver, you just someone just drives your car. Yeah. 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 Do that sometimes just sometimes. But anyway, he was free. Oh, it's much weekend, easier. So I was going to Manchester, so I was like, go on then. And um anyway, the he pissed all over my car. <laughs> drink, drink all over my car. Anyway, I did that and the guy turned up this morning and I said, uh, is it I said twenty five quid, mate. I'll have the twenty five quid one, number four, number three it was. And he was like, no, no, very bad, very bad, very bad car. I said, mate, you cleaned this about four weeks ago. It ain't that bad. And it was like, because I had a bit of a... You've got a haggle. You've got a haggle. I had a poo, had a poo incident in it. Um, yeah. Not my poo incident in the car. So I had it cleaned four weeks ago. So very unusual for me to have a car cleaned twice in six months. But um, very bad, really bad, really bad. 35, 35. I said, no, mate, 25. And I said, I'll take it somewhere else. He said, there's nowhere else. That's <laughs> like, right. Oh, you got me. Anyway, I'm leaving. I paid twenty five, mate. It didn't take him long. It wasn't that. It was wasn't that bad. So I said, I'll pay you what it says on the board, mate. Just or I will actually go because it's annoying me now. And um, he was fun, but he was trying to take my money off me. So the next person comes in, and I hear him saying, "No, oh, sorry, sorry, so very bad, very bad." I'm looking at this car. <laughs> this car could have been cleaned yesterday. No, very bad. Wheels, wheels. I was like, mate. And this they're, person's they're like black alloys, mate. <laughs> they've they've yeah, they've already got money in their hand. They got fifty quid in their hand bartering. I'm like, mate, don't show him your money until you've agreed the price. Oh, the cost of living crisis has gone up with them. I'm having to haggle all the time. Yeah, like last year it was about twenty pound, and now I'm trying to get it under thirty. Can we call a hand car wash part of the cost of living crisis? I think we can. That's all. It's all reflective, isn't it? Yeah, and also, you know, this is their job. It's their economy. So power, electricity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's nice to get into a clean car. I'll say that, Tom Boy. Yeah, well, we've rambled on for enough now, haven't we? Well, I'm cooking a flat iron, a flat, um, what do you call it? A uh, flat iron steak. Cock, oh, no. a Close. A chicken tonight. Okay. I'm doing that. It's like a lemon and garlic. Yes. It's one of the, it's a field and flower jobby, and it's already marinated and stuff. So I'm cheating. I'm just taking it out of the packet and putting They're it good, on. They're good though. They oh, do a couple mate. of different ones with um, different oh. spices. With that I've got a. I had a rolled sirloin last night, field and flour. And this week, at some stage, I'm not sure what day yet, I'm going to have a rolled pork belly. But I'm thinking oh. I was going to do it on the Kamado Joe, but it's freezing conditions this week because it is middle of winter. So it's due to snow. I know. So I, I don't think I will. Outside, uh, I am going to Rome on Friday, did I tell you? <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. no, you didn't tell me. Yeah, renewing our wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> you had your fingers crossed first time, mate. Remember that? Um, what are you really doing over there? No, just going. Taking, taking the ball and chain. Oh, you actually are. You're not. Yeah. You're not going to work or anything. You're nope. actually being nice. Nope. Yeah. Do a bit of wow. um, be a culture vulture. See what's about. Get your steps up. Some nice restaurants. Yeah. Bring a pair of walking shoes because it's probably the been best there way before, to travel. But you've played there twenty times. Yeah. yeah. So and then back on Sunday, bit of scrum five in the studio, but everything from today onwards is gearing and preparing myself for Cheltenham next Wednesday. Not rowing this weekend with nope. your wife? Nope, nope, nope. It's all prep. She knows that really, doesn't she? It's all she? prep. 
Are you going to not drink at all? Just drink water this weekend. Oh no, I'll make sure. I, no, I'll make sure I drink, but I'll make sure I've got. I'm, I'm conditioned. I'm in drinking condition for Wednesday. Yeah, because I mean, if you can, if you can read what I got on my t-shirt on Wednesday, you're too close. Basically, that's that's how bad I'm going to be. Yeah, I want to get thrown out. Can I shock you, Tommy? I'm just not a heavyweight drinker, mate. I'm not part of the twenty pint set. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not for me, mate. I, I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to a few pints and getting tipsy with my mates on Wednesday. Join a commune, mate. That's what I said. I just can't. I can't go to that point. It makes me feel sick. Uh, Don't like it. I can't say anything now, can you? Get in trouble. Should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> Can what we move on? Oh, no. You're going to call me names. You're going to label me, weren't you? You're going to label me. We're moving on. Right. Yeah, fine. Okay. Do what you want. What do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to do a quick bit of rugby chat before we leave? But don't. No, this is what I mean. Moving on to the rugby chat. Yeah. Well, I, I, the only thing I'm it's not. I'm, I'm interested in all of it. I'm. Ma- what is it? I'm mainly interested in Ealing Trailfinders merging with Ospreys. I. St- I don't know what what's going on there. I don't know if they are or not. I've seen something on um web on on Twitter I think about a new director, a new owner has just joined Tra- Trailing Finders, Elon Trail Finders, a sir and his wife are now on the board of directors. Um no idea. All I know is the Ospreys lost to Benetton at weekend and that was the first game I think Benetton had won away from home against Ospreys for a long, long time. They're decent now, Benetton, mate. Marco Bortolani yeah. got them in good shape. Yeah. Got some good players to play pretty yeah. exciting rugby, which I'm going to talk more about on Tuesday or Wednesday's Unloaded show. But good. that Save could happen. That. that could happen. There could be Where a merger. Where do they play the home games? Who? If they merge, where does Alan Wynne-Jones have to go to play at home? Because I heard Ealing. I've got no idea. I Alan like, Wynne-Jones can't get a coach to Ealing to play at home. Just don't look into Welsh rugby too much right now, mate, because it will just it will end up disappointing you. Um, Jared Evans is leaving. Yeah. One of my favourites. Yeah. Quinns. He'll have a great time at Quinns, mind. Yeah. Is it definitely Quinns? Yep. Yeah. Well... He is and has been the best Welsh attacker for some time in yep, Wales. And now he's not there anymore. Nope. Won't be there. That is well, they just Wales. can't afford him, mate. They just can't afford him because well, the budget's going down to, I think it's 5.4, 5.5 million. And they've got to honour the contracts. The they've got to honour the contracts. Here we've got marquee players as well. Sale it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and they've had to honour the contracts, which I was trying to say, from the yeah. WIU the dual contracts, 80%, 20%, that's been filtered in as well. So Cardiff have got 20 players left to sign with about 300 grand. So it is a state, Oosh. mate. I can't see it coming out of this hole for a long time. Anyway, it's depressing me now. I want to get back onto you not drinking. Pick me back Would up. You want, do you want some good news for Wales? Is bad news for everyone else is that Ange Kapowitz so is... Yep. Missing the rest, of the, missing the Wales game, the rest of the Six Nations. Do you reckon who would you rather, if you're an Italian fan, who would you rather lose, Capoazzo or Garbisi at ten? 
Uh, oh, that is tough. I think you've probably got to say Capuotto because uh. Garbisi has more involvements, but mm. he's the difference for me, mate. Mm. I love him. Mm. Agreed. He's, he's the difference. Um, that is a real shame because... Get Luke McLean back in at 15. Hey, big Luke. He's a good old boy. I did a couple of bits with Luke a couple of years ago. I really enjoyed his company, actually, at Twickenham. Oh, did bits with Luke. Well done. Did a couple of bits. He's a nice guy. Mm. Charity event for Doddy Weir. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Cuthbert's Cuth out. Mm-hmm. Cuthy's out. He's injured any Tom. I mean, look, this is this is all the bad news we're doing here. This yeah. Lewis Rezamit, maybe at 15. Right, we'll, we'll talk about this right at the end. We'll give our predictions. But hit me with some Prem news. Oh, God. Right. Um, Should we start with Quinns? Well, let's see what we do, Tom. We'll start with Friday night. Bristol put 60 on Saints. It was app with double P, absolutely savage. Mm. Um, Pierre Tower was immense. Harry Thacker was immense. Fitz Harding, immense. Johan Lloyd. Um, Johan Lloyd, yeah, he did did bits when he came on. Didn't start the game, but did well when Nolango went off. Um, He's so sharp. Johan Lloyd's so sharp. Randrandra was really good. Mm. Um, Never rated him, Really good. Never rated him. Um, So it it was a... Excellent game if you like Bristol or you're a neutral. Northampton just had a horrible, horrible, horrible day that they'll want to forget very quickly. Like Man defeat. Yeah, yeah, just like that. And horrific for them. Um, started the game quite well, actually, for 10 minutes or so, but that's where it ended. And um, <clears throat> yeah, Bristol were sensational and they might be back. You never know. Three wins on the bounce, they might be back. Mm-hmm. They looked absolutely brilliant, irresistible, going from everywhere, Charles Piertau, hello. You've seen the Harry Randall try that Piertau yes. delivered. Like. I know. Computer games, mate. I know. You, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. But it's, he, that what, little grubber at the end is just, what, what, do, you, what do you do? What it is with certain players like Piertau is just, the movement is amazing, but they just manage to keep momentum so they don't lose pace. You know, the spin yeah. was brilliant. The step, they don't lose they keep their pace up with that. So all the momentum from the run is not lost. It's it's brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah. Certain people can do Just, it. Others step and then all yeah. of a sudden they've got to accelerate again and they lose a bit of pace. But he's, he's like a bigger version of sort of Shane Williams is that when he steps, he actually steps, mm. he, he increases his pace and speed. Yeah. It is. And it's brilliant to watch, but annoying in the same um, breath because I would have loved to have been like that. I know, imagine. Yeah. Imagine, mate. Yeah, that was, it was quite a display. Um, Tigers hammered Bath mm-hmm. at Welford Road. Nearly 50 points conceded again for Bath. And Leicester could be accused of, Richard Wiggles said they, they, cl- they clocked off for half an hour. Bath scored four tries, but Bath are good when they're chasing games. They're, yeah. When they chuck it around, when they, when they try and play the power game, I'm afraid they got they got a couple of individuals who have a lot of power in them, but they just... They do not have the power currently to play that game in terms of ball carrying. It just isn't there. Um, there are guys to come back. And like Underhill was in the team. He's knocked him, got another, knocked himself out. I think went off with a head injury again. And it's one of those things that you know. People, I remember, I remember hurting my shoulder once. Tom Croft jackled me at the wreck and pulled my arm up, and my shoulder just went again. And I just, I just stood up and walked. Mm. Once the pain went, I knew my shoulder was done again. And I, I think Stuart Barnes said on the commentary, someone showed me afterwards, there are some players you just look at them and think maybe it's just time to retire. And I hated him for saying that. So I'm not going to say that about Underhill. What I will say is that 
I love watching him play. Mainly, I love watching him tackle people. But you know, he in what in the one sense, I just you want him to just be safe. And it's like I know you know you love it. You're brilliant at it. You're one of the best in the world. You get paid loads of money. But at some point, will you think about <laughs> stopping? I don't know. It's it's that. And he he's a person you say. Well, look at Sam Underhill in terms of the tackle height. He tackles low. He does tackle low, but he also hurts himself an awful lot. So mm. he's not a great advert for it, actually. Nope. Nope. Um, there are lots of great adverts. You'd watch, you'd Joe watch that. A good one, you'd you know. watch someone like Sam Underhill tackle, and it might put you off. Yeah, because he's, put, he tackles so hard. Put parents off, you know, yeah. taking their kids to rugby, just sort of saying, well, I don't want you being like that. I don't want you being stretched off. I don't want you getting yeah, concussed. Every three or four games. He's so good and he's mm. so bright and such a brilliant player for Bath and England. But you just, you know, it. Just, just speaking, again, I hated it when someone, a commentator said it about me and now I'm doing that thing. Maybe I flicked the switch and turned into that horrible tosser that players all hate. But I, I look at now, that. Now, you're thinking think, of player welfare. Oh, so you're not thinking of, right, he's not performing well. Um, he's passed yeah. it. You're, you're actually... You know, that, that's what Stuart Barnes was saying about you. He was saying that, you know... You, no, he was saying you, you one, one you, of the greats. You haven't performed for a long time. What's the point in having you on 300k at Bath? We can free up it's, some money. Yeah. Whilst what you're saying about Underhill is that you want him to retire before he does some serious mental damage to his to himself. Yeah, his brain. Maybe, So maybe big difference. Barnes was saying as one of the greats. <laughs> um, so, it, so that was, you know, anyway, that was... Uh, Leicester looked great. Visa was amazing. Andre Pollard, 21 points. Really mm-hmm. nice. Um... Ben Young's had a good game overall. So it's, you know, Leicester very dominant. Bath battered again, which is tough for them to take. Uh, Quinns. Yeah, I won't go through all the rest of the games. So no, but I thought it's Saracen's what, red card. One thing I thought was quite interesting, though, yep. was that Rob Baxter did an interview and it was a big game at Twickenham, Quinns Chiefs. And he said, we're not there for the party. You know, we're there to do a job. And Joe Marler quote tweeted him and said, um, oh, what did he say? you grumpy git or something like that. And he said, cheer up, cheese tits. <laughs> and then they put 40 on him. It's like, well, what are you Joe Marler was calling Rob Baxter cheese tits. Cheese tits. Mate, after the, I'll do the highlight show yesterday at Sale, right? We get sent this video on WhatsApp by the exec producer back in London. Yeah. And he says, here's a great video of Quinn's in the changing room. Feel free to include it and mention it in your final chat. Topsy and I looked at it and we were like, it's good, but we see this stuff all the time. I'd rather mention these flapjacks that the sales chefs made for us, right? It's only today on Instagram that I realise Joe Marchant singing It's Raining Men with his top off and dancing and going mad. It's only now I realise it was pre-match. I thought it was post-match as well. That's why That's why we didn't put it in. Well, I've seen it all before. It's great fun, but everyone's doing a song. It was pre-match. Yep. Never seen anything like it, mate. No, nope. unless you lose. You, you do something like that and you lose, then it's not great. I I personally, that wouldn't be my cup of tea before a game, but I love it because yeah. it's a load, of, a load of lads being themselves. I love I it because they won great. and the way they won and it was an unbelievable game for them and it was brilliant. And you think, oh, that's great. But you start doing stuff like that and you lose, then... You're setting yourself well, up. Well, you don't release the video, mate. That never happened. Yeah, true. But Marcus Smith, Marcus Smith tore it up. Yeah. Tore it up. Um, Will he start next week? Nope. Okay. No, I think Borthwick is going to go down the Leicester Tigers route and say, how do we actually potentially win a World Cup or at least go deep in it? <sighs> Playing like Quinn's played on Saturday. I don't think he believes is the way to win big matches at test level. So I think he's going to go down 
the route Leicester Tigers went down in the final against Saris ultimately and give them nothing to hit type stuff, never isolate ball carriers. Low risk. And I think, yeah, I think that mm. Farrell and Ford might well be the route he eventually goes down. Which it's great. It's great that, you know, that's their game plan, but it's also very boring. Be a, it's it'd not be great a bloody for the game. shame not to watch Marcus Smith play for England loads in yep. the next couple of years. That's I, still why, think, I still think he has to, he has to. He's too good. That's why I would rather watch Italy, um, Ireland, France over Wales and England. Yeah. Because they just play more exciting rugby. They play higher risk rugby. It's not as pragmatic. Wales don't want to play. They're scared to play. Don't know how to play. That's why they end up kicking a lot. Don't mess around in the middle fe- middle part of the field. Try and rely on mistakes. Try and rely on penalties. And with that arm wrestle. England are a little bit the same, really. Uh, but it's results-based business as well. So... Yeah. On the flip side, you've got to remember that, but it's entertainment, isn't it? That's what you want. You want to grow the game. You need more exciting games. And that game plan ain't doing it. thing is, if you're England coach, you, no matter what anyone says and what any, however anyone thinks it should be, you ain't paid to entertain. No. No, I get Win that. Win games is it. Yep. Yep. If you can win, if you can win games, Grand Slams in. If you, <laughs> oh five, mate, we carved up. You're dull. We're me- <laughs> winning games nine three. <laughs> no, we actually did. We won eleven nine uh, against England. Yeah, dull. Hmm. Um, Irish were brilliant against Newcastle. Big crowd up at Newcastle, uh, and Sale did a really good job at Sale. Another big crowd, um, and G's a really good game boy. Really good game. There was one really bad forward pass that got missed from O'Flaherty. Did you yep. see that? Yep. Sorry. It's hard that. Mm. It is hard to stomach that. It's got to be for Saris because it's like, it's so forward. Mm-hmm. Stuff gets missed. That's just sport. Like that's human beings and that's sport. But it's hard work that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When it's fairly obvious like that. Yeah. You, but they won by more than seven points in the end. So there you, you go. can understand when a pass is flat and some people think it's, it's subjective, isn't it? Some people think yes. it's forward. Some people think it's it's flat. You know, you, yeah, you can accept that. But when it is clearly forward, they're hard boy. But yeah, yeah. That's oh, also busters. Alfie Barbary finally made his first appearance for Bath at the weekend. Appearance. Ten minutes. He made his first, first appearance. His first cap. His first cap appearance for Bath lasted ten minutes. Went off with an injury. Brutal. Oh, Poor guy. Yeah. Mate. Poor guy. Uh, Willis Hallahollow. Got himself back oh, yeah. fit, and now he's ruptured Achilles. I read today he's, they said he's leaving Cardiff. I don't know, mate, because he's one of the players that are out of contract, I believe. Yeah. And now he's had a long-term injury, I think it was his hamstring, and he gets himself back fit, and now he's ruptured Achilles, and he's in his early 30s. Just poor bloke, because you, that's one of the oh. worst injuries that can happen to a sports person. You yeah. had it. And I'd, from... I've had injuries to my knee and I've never been right. I've never been the same player since. And I imagine it's exactly the same with your Achilles. Probably more so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't done my ACL, but Achilles is, it's, mm. a, it's a bad thing. That, do you know, I, re- I heard the other day, because I still have treatment of my Achilles sometimes, because even sitting in now, mm. it is, I'm not, 
put myself in the shoes of someone who's out of contract with a horrible injury. It's horrific for the bloke and I really hope he's okay, but I hope something works out. But I'm sitting here now at 43 and my Achilles is killing me. It's yeah. killing me. And I took the, I took um, the baby in the car, I took her to nursery this morning and I walked out the house and forgot, because I forgot to put my trainers on, I walked out my slippers. I knocked back on the door and said, oh, I got all our bags and stuff. And I kicked my slippers off and said, I'll oh, stick my trainers on, will you? And it's a joke. Freya just like put her finger in the back of my trainer like to put my... And I was like, ah! Because she just... All she did was a little a little forefinger just touched my Achilles. I'm like, ah! And it's killing me all the way to nursery. And I'm like, trying to... I've got like, you know, like radar cruise control, distance, you know, distronic thing. Mm. I'm thinking I'm driving on a 30 mile an hour road using that to avoid having to accelerate and brake as much because it hurts so much and you're like did you get is... did you get back home and lock the fridge up and lock all the cupboards up and hide all the keys <laughs> um, do you know what's good do you know what would be good for your Achilles genuine now this would be this would what? be good a bit of weight off next <laughs> lose four stones <laughs> no next Wednesday have a beer at half past eight in the morning yeah you're right boy you're all right. right do you know no but do you know what I found they, I got told the other day by a physio that they're trialing something new which is i don't when you have angina which is a heart related thing, yeah i don't quite know what it is and hopefully i don't ever know but don't ever need to know but you put patches on these certain patches which stimulate blood flow or something and the achilles gets hardly any blood so apparently now they're trialing angina heart patches on achilles tendons because they get so little blood mm. they don't really fix themselves hence mine mine's 19 years since i tore my achilles and it hurts every single day and it's like, we can have physio if you want, and here's 50 quid, here's another 50 quid. Nothing makes it go away. Mm. Like, I'm not having physio four days a week for the rest of my life. Um, so you just get over it like you with your knee, just live with it. But it's like... I'll, yeah, I'll tell Bubs that, because he's got a impotency problem. Might help. A what? <laughs> impotency problem. Oh my God. <laughs> Might help. Are you allowed to say that? Can you? I don't know. I think... You you talk, you're talking about getting blood into certain areas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Steve Spears is actually trialing some um, uh, angina. He doesn't, by the way. I made it up, but that's what I thought about when you said getting blood into certain areas. That's how my yeah, mind I works didn't. I hadn't put two and two together. And you're no. right. Um, you're dead right. It's a good one. It's it's easy fodder, isn't it? Uh, just to confirm, he doesn't. Um, he's. <laughs> I believe he's all fine in that area, and it's working as. I'd like to see the as proof. well as a 49 year old man's. Things should work anyway. I'd like to see the proof. It's turning into what a, I'll it's turning filth. This we better finish. I oh, know it's like this is this is what I imagine. I don't listen to sports podcasts, as you know, but um, I this is turning into what I imagine it's like listening to the other lads' proper rugby pods, the big ones, mm. um, the big budget ones. So this is must be what it's like where you just talk about grotty stuff all the time. Mm, I can go there. But I know you can. I just, <laughs> just I know force that. myself not to. It's I hard. Know. You're a horrible bloke. You belong in a working man's club. Is where you belong. I was three pound s- pints saying <laughs> horrible things in smoke-filled rooms to horrible blokes. That's where you belong. I was going to say, um, speak to you Wednesday, but I won't. I'll speak to you next Monday for the review of the of round four of the Six Nations, and then I'll see you Wednesday. Can't wait. Big oh, enjoy week. Rome, all right? I will do. What are you going to wear to Cheltenham? Let me guess. Shirt, cardigan, jacket. What, no trousers? 
Trousers. Desert boots. I'll wear a shirt and blazer, I'd imagine, but I probably won't go jumper or cardigan underneath it. I might go tie. Not sure yet. Tie's always good, depending on what food you have. And it mops up a bit of Guinness or a bit of soup. Yep. Um, Dark tie, obviously, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of first layer of defense, your tie, and then you can take it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, let me guess you. Um, boat shoes with... Funky socks, probably stripy pink and white. Um, you'll have <laughs> um, blue chinos that are not slim fitting or tapered, and there's quite a lot of room on the inside. Um, a bit like a wizard sleeve on your feet, and then a white shirt. Um, the collar's been iron loads so they sort of curling underneath and a tweed musto jacket <laughs> I will go RM Williams like those guys you didn't see on the train when you were younger um, I'll have I'll wear a pair of tailored um, blue chinos I expect Tommy okay um, and what about those I'm trainers like, you had on for your, your show they'd like, oh, I love those honestly they had about a five inch heel on them I thought you were looking tall. When I, and then yeah. I saw you sat down then. I thought of you yeah, sat down. They give, me, they give me a boost, actually. Yeah, definitely. They're like those shoes Christian Califano wore in once. Do you remember you wore them in and you hammered yeah. them so badly, you never wore them again. <laughs> it's not the first. No, he bottled that big time. It's like I read a story about Robbie Savage saying that he once bought a Bentley. Yeah. And the lads hammered him so much he had to get rid of it and he lost loads of money on it. I'm like, it's not normal to just lose 20 or 30 grand for banter. So that's not normal, mate. Keep the car if you like it. You don't yeah. need to lose all that money. Um, those trainers are ace. I genuinely, I was like trying on trainers in London and trying to find ones that hurt my Achilles less than the other ones. They look quite but flash I need, anyway. I mean, yeah, they're not flash. They're just okay. trainers, but okay. they, they, they're softer on my Achilles. What make are they? What make are they? Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Is a pink blazer too much for Cheltenham? Because I've got no. one. It, no. Does it look a bit like... Is it racy, though? No, but who cares? We're not watching any racing anyway. Yeah, well, we are. We're just not going outside to watch it. Saw AP McCoy on Saturday night. Okay. And um, I said, are you there? And he goes, yeah, weirdly, I am at Cheltenham, yeah. <laughs> and I said, last time you came in, you gave us seven tips for seven races. They all lost. And Lee Westwood shouted one out from his chair on the mic. He's not my mate. Shouted one out from a chair. And I thought, I'll take that as well. And his was the only one that won. Mm. You won a lot, didn't you? Thanks for that, fella. Yep. He, I'll won, be going, he won 50 grand that day. I'll be going on colours and names, as I always do. Yep. So. Yep, we'll have a nice time, boy. Okay, right. All right, hey. Well done, everyone. Stuck at it, didn't you? Yeah. Stick with us, because we'll come good in the end, all right? We might not. All right, cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.